It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. FM 104's Select Irish with Louise Ty. Select Irish on FM 104, and every week we chat to an Irish about the first gig they ever went to. This week we're joined by Jackson. Hello. Hello. How are you, Louise? Very good. So, what was the first gig you ever went to? First gig I ever went to, we were chatting about this. It's always one that you were brought to as a child. Yeah. So, yeah, mine was, of course, the Childland concert, oh, which brilliant. we we all, I think, probably the whole Irish population has been to at least one Childland concert. 100%. Or you would have watched it on telly. Or you would have watched it on telly. I, my, it was sponsored by Cheerios at the time. Okay. Cheerios Childland concert. And um, Westlife played. Mm-hmm. I th- probably probably played Most multiple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember I was probably like six... But I remember them absolutely shaking the roof of the point at the time. Yeah. Or, or, yeah, it definitely was the point at the time. But they shook the roof of the place. Wow. And I remember being so like, wow. And my mom would always say that I was really like bored at the start of it. Mm-hmm. And that was when all like the pop artists were on. I think, uh, uh, what's the one, Nadine, Nadine Coyle and Cheryl Cole? Uh, Girls Aloud. Girls Aloud, yeah. Mm-hmm. They were on, I think, at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was real kind of bored during that. And there was a few others. And then when Westlife came on, I was like really engaged. Oh, wow. And it was just all their, their harmonies and the power. I was like, wow. Because I just never thought about it like that before. I was like, geez, like this can re- this really affects you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I remember how, how how much power they had. And they shook the, shook the whole place. And I was like, whoa, that was cool. You and know? seeing something on that scale as well is huge. It's when crazy. You're and like I was obviously had an interest in music from a very early age mm-hmm. and I knew I loved that and I was so drawn to it. And when I heard them, I didn't think much of them because I was like, yeah, obviously it's not really that cool. Like, but <laughs> yeah, it was just, it was a game changer because I was like, wow, that like, that is really cool how how they can actually change the whole energy in the room and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that was the first gig I was brought to, definitely. Mm-hmm. At six, had you already kind of had an interest in music at that point? I think so. Like at family gatherings, like people would just, family members would come up and just ask me to sing to them. Oh, wow. And then I'd, I would just sing. And then they'd. What would, would you be sing it. usually? I remember there was a song that my auntie used to get me to sing. Do you remember that? Do you remember Daniel Beddingfield? Yes. He had a song and it was, you know, the song, I don't want to run away, <laughs> but I can take it. And then I had that really high, ba- high bit at the end. Yeah. Is there any way that I can stay? It was that big high note. Oh, wow. And I used to sing that, like, and I was, it was like all angelic because I was obviously like seven or so or yeah. six or whatever. 
and my auntie just used to love it. So at every time, every gathering, she's like, oh, sing Daniel Bedingfield, you know. Um, and then there's there's videos of me when I was like two and three uh, uh, singing singing with my sister and stuff. And It's nice to have those actually yeah, to look back at. There's a camcorder video of me saying like, I'm, I am three years old and I want to sing or something. You know what I mean? Um, so it was obviously just something that was just in me. Ingrained, you were born yeah, that way. I think so. Wow. Like Lady Gaga. I was born this she, way. She put it the best way ever. <laughs> I, I love, love Lady Gaga, by the way. But um, yeah, so it was always, oh, it's always there. It's always there. So then your own first gig. Do you remember that? The first gig I went to like book tickets with my mates, like mm. that kind of one. No, the first gig you did yourself. Oh, first gig I did myself. Yeah. Um, was probably, now I did play at like a family wedding at oh, half cool. okay. like so the band was playing and on their break I got up on stage and I played a song for and I was only 10 oh, or 11 okay. or something and I played a song for the room you know and for my cousin who was getting married nice. and that was like I played like Green Day or something but first gig I did was probably just I, I used to go on corners of pubs when I was 13 mm-hmm. like 13, 14 and I just used to sit in the corner and play uh, in pubs I don't know whether it was really allowed because it was like definitely past the time that I was supposed to be in there at Yeah. but yeah that's kind of how I sometimes I didn't even have any equipment and I just I just projected and played as loud as I could you know what I mean Wow. so and it never scared you then? no wow. it was definitely performing was always something that never never scared me you know and yeah I kind of just got up to the point where I was just playing loads in, in pubs getting out on the street busking as well mm-hmm. Um, and then I ended up, yeah, kind of just, I remember playing, there was, I think it was the original Rude Boys at the time. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the original Rude I Boys? Do. And so me and my, my two best friends were in a band together and we supported them. We supported mm-hmm. Damien Dempsey as well. We supported Walking on Cars. And just from playing in pubs, we, we got to meet these people who were, you know, booking these gigs. And mm-hmm. yeah, we ended up actually actually doing, we we did a few little bits like, you know, like that where we were playing our own music and stuff for the first time and it was like, wow, this is this is pretty cool, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, and then when I started releasing music as, as like, you know, under the, the Jackson name, mm-hmm. I think it was like a workman's club or a Whelan's, just mm-hmm. one of those nights where you just kind of, you get lads in a band, you get them together mm-hmm. and you, we learned the songs in a really small, sweaty rehearsal room and just play. Have you a favourite performance out of all those? It's so hard to say what the favorite one is, but like, uh, like I did my headline show in Whelan's, which was unbelievable because that like sold out and everything, which is amazing. Uh, and then I did, I did like a, a, a small, like I did like festivals, like you know, Independence and Electric mm-hmm. Picnic and stuff. But I think I did a small, smaller festival called Fantastival, mm-hmm. and that was, do you know it? Yeah, yeah. And that was like two hundred plus people, like packed into a tent, and I was just. I think we went longer. We were supposed to play 45 minutes and they let us play an hour. Nice. And it was just me and my session band. Like, And we like, I, we played out of our skin. It wow. was insane. And it was just the feeling after that was was unbelievable. Sticks with you. Got invited back the next year then to play the main... Uh, no, it wasn't the main stage. It was just a bigger stage. Like yeah. basically a bigger amount of people. I think there was like... It was definitely a couple more hundred people like that they could fit like capacity, you know, so... Yeah, it was nice to be invited back because of that. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So yeah, that was that was probably up there with my favorite, you know. Um, and then like like supporting, I supported Hudson Taylor to like a thousand 
people or something like that. Mm-hmm. But that was actually funny you asked about the gig because the first gig I went to with my mates was Hudson Taylor in 2013. 360 moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then I was able to eventually come back and I supported them <laughs> on their tour. Like, What was that like? It was cool. It was cool to realise that, like, obviously you look up to these people yeah. and I always wanted to, like, be a musician touring around and stuff. That's what I wanted to do. And I see, mm-hmm. saw Hudson Taylor when I was 18 and I was like, wow, that's exactly what I want to do. And then, you know, time goes by and you start to, like, do your own thing and eventually got back around to, to supporting them on their tour and just seeing that they're normal guys doing what they love and you know it's so unfortunate that they had to like break up a couple of years ago and stuff that's obviously yeah I was, I was at their last their last gig as well and mm. I was like wow you know it was sold out yeah, like over yeah. a thousand people singing their songs back to them and that was their last ever gig you know so it's one of those things like ah you know but it was really nice to see that they're just they were just normal guys loving mm-hmm. what they do and they do their job really well mm-hmm. you know and I was I was really grateful that they they took me the chance took me on board and got the chance to do it you know yeah. and got the chance to like let tell them hey like I went to your gig in the academy like in when I was 18 wow. and I, I remember Alfie was like no way like that was so long ago that must ago. be cool for them like. yeah it, it must be actually because I said I went to the, I went to another one of those uh, those uh Triline concerts, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at the, I was that no, it's the end of year, like in the Tree Arena. I think it was, it was, it was Triline, but uh, they were playing one of them as well in like 2015, 2016 mm-hmm. and I went to that one as well. And I told them that, and they, they were like, "Yeah, that was a huge moment for us." Like, you know, yeah, and, and uh, it's great huge. to be reminded of it, you know. Yeah. So yeah, th- those kind of things are nice to to, to little three sixty moments, yeah. you know. Yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. And you're currently busy writing you have a new single out on the 8th of February Epiphany that's it tell us a little bit about the song yeah the song is a part of it's the last single from my EP so my EP will be out uh, this year in April so yeah not too far away not too far away so I'm really excited about that so it's my debut EP as well I've been working towards something like this for so long yeah. so it's it's amazing that it's finally coming around it's a little bit scary <laughs> <laughs> is it scary a little bit because i've been working on this for so long yeah i'm putting it together piecing it together putting all the songs like producing them and, and really very carefully putting it together and now i'm just like putting it out in the world and mm-hmm. i know that it's just i'm just gonna have to put it out and you know just give it a little wave goodbye and mm-hmm. a little pat on the back and say and go else's. do your thing yeah. yeah you know what I mean so it's kind of sad but because they're mine for so long <laughs> and only mine <laughs> and the few people I shared it with you know yeah. but it's nice to just see the reaction and stuff and people like seem to be really excited for it as well which just is a bonus um because I, I think the main thing is that I was really happy with it I'm really mm-hmm. excited about it and with any artist I think that's the main priority is that you're happy mm-hmm. and no matter what happens afterwards if you're happy, then that, that's the most important thing. But yeah. if other people are connecting with it, that's a huge bonus because mm-hmm. that's what we that's what we do it for. That's why we release music, you know. So, Absolutely. Um, yeah, Epiphany came about. I wrote it with my with my best friend, the guy that I actually used to be in the band with that we supported okay. that, that we supported all those bands years ago. Uh, obviously, we're still best friends, the, the three of us. So, yeah. I wrote that with him. Uh, one day he's in New York, so we wrote it over Zoom. Oh wow! Okay. But yeah, we were both kind of transitioning into adulthood. And we were wondering, like, we were kind of questioning, like, will we ever, to, will we ever be able to just like live without fear and just be able to just like live our lives mm-hmm. without 
any questioning or without fearing what's around the corner and stuff, you know? So I suppose epiphany is about that moment where, because that's what an epiphany is. It's a, like a, a moment of realization. So it's about just realizing that, that your life is, is yours to live, you know, and that you have full control over your life, no matter what, like there's no job or person that can hold you back from it. You know, you make your own decisions and, and you can live your life however you want and nobody can change that, you know. And there's freedom in that. Freedom, yeah. exactly. Freedom and hope and all those things, all those yeah. feelings come up, you know. So it's a really nice, nice moment when you when you realise that. You're like, wow, you know, I can just do anything I want. Mm-hmm. And if if there's any problem with it, you know, that's that's someone else's problem. Yeah. If I'm if I'm happy with it myself, that's the most important thing. So, yeah, that's that's where it, where it came about, really. So you're going to perform that for us in a second. It's mm-hmm. out on the 8th of February. Yes. And then your debut EP is coming in April. Yes. Exciting. Where can people keep track of everything that you're doing? I think Instagram is, is the best place because you can head to my Instagram. It's at Jackson Sound. So that's J-A-X-S-O-N Sound. And there's a link in my bio there to everything, like my Spotify and just and any other like TikTok and stuff that you that you could possibly find me on. So Excellent. yeah, Instagram is, is kind of the main place where Good. you can find everything. This is Jackson with Epiphany on FM 104. I can see myself in the ocean I can see your body in motion I don't feel the fear anymore Don't need to count the tears like before Waters out here keep me hoping My troubles disappear, I'm floating I don't feel the fear anymore I'm starting to believe that I didn't see All the signs in front of me Maybe all I needed was a reason Find myself caught up in the seasons I couldn't breathe Trying to fight the doubts surrounding me But it taught me how to swim in the deep sea And it gave me some kind of epiphany Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 